0: Let's bring in somebody whose show is all about the money, Amanda Lang, host of Taking Stock with Amanda Lang on BNN Bloomberg. Happy Friday. Nice to have you.
1: Happy Friday. Good morning, John.
0: We're living in a very strange economy where, on the one hand, everybody says the you know runaway inflation is restricting their cost of living. On the other hand, it seems that that runaway inflation is being fused by or fueled by the amount of spending a lot of people are doing. So on the show tonight, you take a look at Black Friday and Cyber Monday, and what do you find?
1: Yeah, this is based on data from Shopify, and Shopify increasingly, uh, of course, runs the guts of merchants globally, so it has a real read on what's happening. It said it had a record combination of Black Friday, Cyber Monday, $7.5 in transactions, and that's 19% above last year. Uh, Now, that's one data point we should caution, but it comes at a time when we keep being told that uh, you know, we're all going to be pulling in and pulling back, and there's a recession coming in. We did see some evidence of that in the September, the quarter that ended in September, GDP data. Our savings rate went up. So Canadians in that in those three months sort of said, I'm going to keep my cash ready. The question for us now, John, is Is that true over the holiday season, or do we go out and spend? Because if we go out and spend, two things happen. A a recession is delayed, because that, of course, keeps everything moving along in the economy, and the Bank of Canada is stymied because it keeps inflation high as well. So the bank's not getting what it wants if we all go out and spend a lot. However, there could be a sweet spot here where we don't let fears of a recession really freak us out to the point where we make the recession worse. That's the worst case scenario. So this this holiday shopping season is going to be an important one to watch for sure.
0: Speaking of the Bank of Canada, apparently they reported a loss of five hundred and twenty two million dollars. Okay, in the third quarter, I might add, how does the Bank of Canada lose money?
1: So the bank, in some ways, like other banks, uh, it, it, it has to pay interest on the deposit it takes, which is from our commercial banks. Uh, and, of course, then it makes money on, uh, b- on bonds on its books. It has a historic amount of bonds on its books because it did so in what's called quantitative easing. It's this mechanism to try to juice everything in the economy when times are tough. It's a, it's kind of a technical thing, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It, the, the only real kind of issue that should matter to anybody is the federal government, which is there's about a billion dollars of money not coming its way from the bank. The bank assures everybody that it will be back in the black and making a profit once things normalize. Uh, I guess you could say... When are things going to normalize? If inflation did get out of control and the bank had to keep uh, m- moving rates higher, they would stay in a lost position for a while. Ban- central banks can't go bankrupt. If they could, the Central Bank of Europe would have gone bankrupt about seven years ago. Uh, so it's not. we don't have to worry about its stability. But it is an interesting issue of what will happen to the government revenue if it disappears entirely that they really do count on year in, year out.
0: OK, well, that's that's an important thing here. Are we on the hook for this loss as taxpayers?
1: It's sort of a technical loss. So we're not, on the, we're not really on the hook for it. It's, a, it's an on paper loss that ultimately and, and central banks can get into this position and then they wait and get out of it. Wouldn't it be nice if we could all do that? Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they really just they carry the loss forward and then at some point they're making money again and it wipes it away. That's the, that's the scenario,
0: anyway. Yeah, okay. Uh, meanwhile, we came up with some new rules to try and restrict from uh, foreigners from buying Canadian uh, properties, and I'm looking at some new figures that you sent me this morning, and it appears that it hasn't really put the brakes on things at all, if I'm understanding it uh, correctly. <laughs>
1: well it's one of these interesting unintended consequences and we see this of course anytime a ban on something is proposed people who really want that thing go out and get it immediately so and you might even um, you know push forward or pull people into the market that might not have done it at all and in this case it's u.s buyers of uh, recreational properties in canada and according to royal LePage, 75 percent of u.s citizens living in border towns owning those recreational properties in this country Bought after a, a new foreign buyer ban was announced, because in other words, they know they have this two-year uh, ban coming, coming into effect January first. They got out in front of it. Mm. Not really the intent con- intention, I think, of what we were trying to do here, because it actually probably made our situation much worse in the short term. We would have been better off leaving things sort of as the market dictated, which would have been a much slower pace of people buying. But this is how, right? This is human psychology.
0: And one last item, Uh, Ontario food bank use has been skyrocketing, we've been hearing over the last few months, but apparently food inflation is only part of the problem.
1: Well, this is all part of our affordability issue, and we, we're we hearing from food banks here about, um, obviously, food inflation is a huge problem, um, has been. Cost of living is a problem that continues to be um, a, a huge issue, and the number of people, first-time users of food banks is skyrocketing, uh, which is terrible, of course. And this is when, at a time when we're not actually seeing affordability improve in the short term, we're seeing affordability worsen, right, as rates go higher. So it it is a real sign that the most, we've talked about this before, the most vulnerable among us are hurt the most at times like this. Uh, So it is actually, to me, it's a reminder to think about what you can do, where you can help, uh, especially at this time of year, because this is a tough one as most of us try to ride out the higher rates, slow down in the economy, you know, our own situation worsening a little bit, no matter what we do. Uh, For some people, it really does hit
0: a crisis point. Amanda, thanks so much. Good to have you.
1: Good to be with you. Have a great weekend.